0: what's going on everyone welcome to the fit healthy and most of all happy podcast i am your coach and host josh here with
1: his co-host and co-coach kg and i'm in the house
0: we got a killer episode as always so thank you so much for tuning in today this is a really informative episode and this is really going to help you with maintaining a lean body with your future cut with dieting in general so take it away kyle
1: so yeah, this was inspired and actually we get asked it by a lot of people, but someone specifically had said, Hey, you know, my appetite's like a furnace. Like it just, it doesn't stop. It's just, I, I don't know what to do. And, uh, it's amazing because I feel like these tips can help you so much. And especially for those of you who are in a consistent calorie deficit, you're looking to lose fat, you know, you, it, it can get challenging, right? And I'd say by making sure that you're satiated properly and that you're not always starving, There's so many different things we consider, but it makes it more sustainable and it makes you just have better success. So I'm gonna start with number one, something that I think is very, very important is just honestly eating mindfully. And I have to remind myself of this consistently because I remember back when I was looking into some different things in terms of how much we consume, in in terms of like when we're eating mindfully or when we're not mindful. And so, for example, I remember seeing some studies saying that if we're actually always watching something, uh, and I still can do this here and there, especially as I'm on my bulk, I I just find that I'm I'm not the greatest with this personally. But I will say anyone who does this like will experience a very big difference. Um, it's let's say you know maybe thirty percent increase in calories because you're always I guess you could say, doing something while you're eating. And this is where I think some people struggle is you're always watching TV. Some people will do it while they're driving. Some people will do it when they're distracted and you don't realize how much extra you can actually consume. And it's just something that may leave you feeling unsatiated afterwards just due to some distractions. So I will say there's a lot of things you can change. I would just say eating slower, you know, using some smaller utensils can help as well. Lots of different uh, strategies, even setting a timer to force yourself to eat slower. But I will say the easiest fix is just to do it while you're just chilling while you're having a conversation and you know, just sitting at a table, I think will definitely help out as well. But that's going to be number one and uh, something that's very important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. These are still things I work on. I mean, it's just It's way harder when you are watching with TV. I love doing it too. So it's something I tried to work against, but even just being intentional with your eating will improve it so, so much. And I guess if we go into our next one and arguably the biggest one is to actually eat better food. So when you're eating healthier food, it's gonna offer more satiety. So especially protein dense food, fibrous food, whole food, it's gonna be a lot more filling. If you think of when you've had like a really big stir fry or a huge salad, or you've just had a ton of chicken, you get stuffed like seriously, seriously full even yesterday we had a burger actually we went out we had some calorie save. we had a burger that burger is probably like five six hundred maybe seven hundred cows um, but it just like is a smaller burger i could probably eat five of them like no problem i could go all day i'm someone who can eat a lot of food they're easy to eat there's a lot of oil there's probably cooked with some butter it's a little bit greasy the meat's a little fatty it's super easy to pound those down the satiety it offered was very very minimal whereas when you think of when you've had that really hearty healthy salad it stuffs you it's super hard so that's where you really do yourself a disservice really having low quality food and i've used the budget example before too if you have a huge budget you can kind of get away by getting more luxurious items but you have a really small budget you need to be really mindful and doing different things like thrifting and really buying things that are a little cheaper they'll make it way easier on you whereas you'll destroy your budget if you have a big thing And it's very similar with calories and satiety because if i'm having 3000 calories or if i'm cutting it let's say 2500 and i have a really low quality meal simple example would be like a burger like let's say i had a big mac and fries it'd be probably about 1500 calories that is not going to be filling. I'm going to be like, what the heck? I'm going to be so hungry, I can't think. It's going to be brutal. And even if I have 1,000 calories of really, really healthy food, it's going to be hard. Now, if I do that all week, it's going to be really, really hard to be successful with it. Whereas if I really aim to be at that 80-20 or 90-10 or 95-5, you're really deep in a deficit, it's going to make it so, so much easier. Things like fiber, bonds with water, it's going to hack to having you be more full, really having a ton of vegetables and a ton of volume, like, 200 calories of a really like kind of low calorie vegetable is going to be very filling it's going to be a ton of volume physically in your stomach so the easiest thing you can do is really just improve your overall diet quality have a ton of whole foods and like it really is a difference maker it can make cutting on lower calories way easier i don't know if you like on instagram you'll see all these hacks would be like crazy 300 calorie meal and it will essentially be a lot of lean protein a ton of vegetables but it just looks like this massive portion of food and even for me that's how i've kind of try to restructure my cuts by really saying like, what's going to give me the most bang for my buck, the most energy, the most quality, the most fullness. And and like, especially if you are someone who has a big like hunger disposition, like even myself, I can get super hungry. That is a really, really
1: big one. Honestly, if we were to just leave you with something today where it's like, hey, this is the thing this is the tip. Like Josh said, arguably the most important thing. And I just think a lot of people overlook it. They think they need different strategies and, you know, drink sparkling water and try to have more tea. And like, we will get into that. And those things can obviously help you out. But this is where I think a lot of people struggle. And sometimes I'll look through and, you know, offer some, uh, I guess, like feedback in terms of someone who may be a little bit more hungry, looking through some nutritional logs and all that other stuff. And I find that I will sometimes see a quite a bit of fluff, like things that essentially just don't give you good bang for your buck. And I'll just use, let's say two Oreos as an example. I think it might be a 100 and Mid hundred calories like I think 140 150 and while they do taste really good That is an example similar to what Josh was saying for the burger Like those will leave you craving more and you will feel like you literally just had nothing versus like that bag of carrots Which is like incredible. So just getting rid of that fluff definitely helps and just having high quality foods like 90 95% even a hundred like if you feel like you're really struggling just go full healthy and you will see a big difference But uh, number three is just understanding the difference between tolerable and intolerable hunger. Now, I think sometimes people set out to lose body fat, be on a, be in a deficit, cut some body uh, weight, and just lose fat. But they expect it to be like all perfect, you know, just like I'm going to be 100% satisfied, you know. And unfortunately, that's usually not the way it is. Like essentially, when you are in a deficit, so that's eating less than your body wants um, to be essentially satisfied, you will experience a little bit of hunger. Now, there is a big difference between someone who, you know, has that like, you know, essentially... tolerable hunger you're eating to about 80 percent satisfied you know there's that feeling where it's like i could have a little bit more and usually i would but i'm gonna stop right you know there's there's times where you may go to bed and just feel a little bit hungry you may wake up feeling a little bit but usually it's kind of after those meals where you're like "Ah, i just i'm not stuffed right like you like most people typically are now intolerable is to the point where it's just it It's unbearable. You know, you're just starving. You feel like your quality of life is being affected. And we never want anybody to get to this state. I will say sometimes it's the competitors and those people who are doing those very drastic things that will feel this way. But even as coaches, like our goal is to create a system where you're as full as possible. We fill you up with protein, high quality foods, you know, focus on those fiber things, like all these things. And as a coach, we'll take a look at these. And when someone says, hey, I'm feeling this type of way and I'm feeling a bit hungry, okay, here's what we can modify but the main thing is that we want to create a way that's as sustainable as possible and sometimes like i'd say people are like need to improve their quality of food but at the same time there are some people who just have like too big of a deficit where it's like it's just unbearable and we also need to make that change to give you something more realistic and that's why as a coach we can walk you through that and i would say just knowing the difference makes a big difference as well
0: yeah and even i love jocko willink in his book he really just mentioned too how kind of soft we've come towards our hunger because we've been so blessed like if i even for a second i get hungry or bored i could go to the convenience store i could DoorDash food i go to a restaurant i cook something like we're blessed with this surplus of calories and it's easy to give into that but there's nothing wrong with like being a little bit of a little bit hungry and even kyle get more into this like in number five but like even just allowing yourself reasonable gaps of time like at my breakfast i usually will eat like our meal with kyle after training at 11 i'll usually eat like i call it my afternoon meal around like two to three but I'll usually have my big meal at like five to six. And then because I'm bulking, I usually have to do like one more snacky type meal type thing. But like in between those times, sometimes like, oh, I'm hungry. I want to don't. I'm like, okay, I don't need this. Like there's natural. I just ate like, let's be within reason here. So even understanding hunger levels and like having patience and really understanding to boredom, like in its effects, it has like, if you're just laying around watching TV all night, that's the hardest because you just want food. You're just like, I want more joy with like this relaxation. I'm bored. I'm hungry. And it's hard to really understand if you are hungry. And I find like one of the best measures of hunger is like when you're super busy, like oftentimes you'll eventually but i need to eat something because you've been so busy but when you're bored you're always like really really aware and hungry and even for me like one test i'll do sometimes too if i think i'm hungry at a weird time or i'm at my calories or whatever i'll be like okay am i gonna go to the fridge and eat a bunch of broccoli and like nine times out of 10 i'm like not a chance or some other healthy quote-unquote more boring food it's not gonna happen like you're just hungry because you're like oh i want this tasty delicious thing so this is a big one It's something you need to play and understand with yourself and like, the more you can kind of control that and like really get away from that like I want this where's my reward of my food you'll have a better balance and you'll have a lot more control and I think the more you can be comfortable with those like times of not eating and like you can survive like a week plus with no food like we're really dramatic about it and I myself am horrible for this I was way worse in the previous years because I used to really stress about when my next meal would be what it would be if I don't eat in three hours am I going to be in a ton of trouble and there's a difference between being excessive with it and being in control sometimes with Kyle like even for our buddies what I'm like this guy has no plan for lunch I know this guy never eats lunch we need to have a lunch because I'm going to be miserable like that's different but there's times sometimes like you're at an airport there's no good food and you're you have a two-hour flight and it's two hours there and you're like oh I'm not going to eat for four hours it's not going to kill you to not eat for four hours like we kind of got to take a step back here and like I'm telling you it it sounds crazy but I went through like a solid cut like we kind of were doing like a a really slow cut probably for like half a year there which was killer and really awesome but I feel like it really kind of grounded me into that position of balance and I just wanted to add that on to what Kyle said because like that has been game changer for me and as someone who really does used to kind of have this crazy hungriness towards me. I found these things have just been so so helpful and like another big one too is really minimizing empty calories slash liquid calories. So Kyle's going to get into this in more detail in the next one. I know I'm hyping it up, but I think it is a big one. But even if you're like drinking a lot of your calories by way of like sugary drinks, alcoholic drinks, really intense mixed drinks, like you are really limiting yourself because like if you're bulking, it's great. You can slap in a lot of calories. It's potentially not as filling. Maybe you're having like a lot of cream, like even cream in your coffee can be several hundred calories in the day. And like, if you are on a budget, like you need to be aware of these things, and like, if you really love something, like, let it be that treat, let it be that thing you look forward to. Like, even in my cut, I'd love like Reese's Big Cups. It's like one of my favorite things. They're two hundred calories each. The pack is four hundred. I can't afford to waste four hundred calories on that. It's not filling. It's not any of that. So I would have one, and I'd enjoy it. I know a lot of people have one piece of chocolate every night. Like, there's nothing wrong with like partitioning things out. Even like I love these nerds clusters. They're super good. It's just like sugary candy. It's not like any good form of satiety. It's not going to be filling, but they're fun. Like you should still be able to have those things you like and that's that 80 20 that 90 10 but even for me i think it's six servings per container each serving is like 100 and something cows so i literally took it and i put in six ziplocs and like i enjoyed it over a week as opposed to just eating 500 calories of sugar which is not going to be satisfying to me whatsoever so really like establishing that and trying to minimize it especially if you struggle with hunger if you're like totally good you can use that eighty twenty. like if you're like i'm Full enough i'm losing weight this is easy but if you're feeling really hungry and it's causing you to perhaps deviate from your diet these are things you need to be aware of and yes it is harder but that is what a deficit is and you can make it a lot easier on yourself if you're aware of these things
1: yeah and i think some you know some people may not like me for this but like Those Starbucks drinks. uh, I'll sit in there and work. Death sentence. (laughs) Yeah, work for a few hours, and I'm just like, once again, never judgmental, but I do realize it adds up quickly. Like I just a lot quicker than people realize. And I think sometimes where people struggle is that they'll have like a 500 calorie, whatever there, maybe more, you get know, a little snack, a, get muffin, a little snack. Yeah, maybe a muffin, 400 cows, uh, maybe a glass of something at the end of the night or whatever, and be like, okay, well, I'm struggling with hitting my calories. That's where a lot of people will be like, it's just so hard. I'm so hungry. I can't stand it. And then there's some people who'll be like, well, I've hit it, but I'm like so hungry and starving and I just, I can't bear it. And they don't realize that they're kind of, putting themselves in a very tough situation because they're still enjoying their fun thing and they're like, I love it, that's my thing. But you do have to make those sacrifices and it's not that, it's like, you can find ways to make it easy, but you're not gonna be able to just have everything that you imagine. And I think what I really liked, I was kind of jumping into number five here is, you know, cutting out the mindless snacking and just having regular consistent meals. Like our bodies wanna be consistent and the times that you just like, Once again, there will be times where you're hungry or like, you know, what Josh was mentioning, I really do like that like concept of remembering and telling yourself like, I can go without it and it's not the end of the world because it is crazy when you think like how long we actually can go. Uh, Even Jocko Willink like actually said, he'll do these regular, like very long fasts just to force himself to remember that, Hey, I can actually fully function. And he says, I would do my workout. I would do everything. I'd be totally fine. And like my body would operate like perfect, which is pretty cool. Cause whenever I remember that and I'm in a tough situation, I'm like, man, that's true. Like I'll be totally fine. But typically speaking, just for, you know, the day to day stuff, I will say having those consistent, like regular times that you have your stuff if possible, and just really cutting out, like grabbing a bunch of snacks and just like it adds up so quickly and I will say having balanced meals and whatnot definitely stabilizes our blood sugar levels and it definitely prevents having extreme hunger which will obviously lead to overeating so it is something to consider I'm a firm believer of it and I try to just be as consistent as possible like even my greek yogurt the same time the same type of stuff I feel like it just kind of puts myself into a good rhythm and I get to know myself very well and it just it's what works so that's uh that's number five
0: and this was a big one for me and I just think even like minimizing snacking like actually really they attribute a lot of the modern obesity towards snacking because it's so easy and like Kyle said the Starbucks drink is just such a good example because you're like it's just a drink and people get like a venti frappe whatever and it's like 500 milligrams of caffeine it's a ton of sugar it's like not that any like caffeine has its purpose sugar has its purpose you can enjoy like a high calorie Starbucks drink but you got to make it fit but oftentimes this is in surplus to everything else they're having in the day. And it's that sneaky extra 600 cows You do that for a week, really, really weak math, but that's like almost a pound, right? Like, and you consider you do that over 10 weeks, that could be 10 pounds, and then the compounding effect of that. And then as we get into our next one, sleep, you're having so much caffeine that you're just wired throughout the day. Your sleep sucks, and when your sleep sucks, you're suppressing key hormones like ghrelin and leptin. There's a reason actually sleep deprived people actually gain more weight. And that's because when you are sleep deprived, your ghrelin shoots up, which essentially is a hormone that is responsible for making you more hungry. And then leptin, the opposite of that, Jekyll and Hyde makes you feel more full, actually decreases. So you're doing yourself that disservice, but you can see how these things all come full circle. The odd time when I get my Starbucks birthday drink, I love getting one of those crazy drinks. I'll be like, this is so good, it's like a dessert, but you kind of need to treat it like that. And like you can have fun snacks, but even the concept of like always needing food and most snack food is not positive snack food, I try to readjust it. Like I've been trying to like for my afternoon meal type thing, I'll do like a really, I re- really like Brazilian nuts. Like they're kind of like a superfood, if you will. So I've been having them, I'll have like this high protein cheese. Um, because my calories are so high, we'll do like a more simple, cereal sometimes to really just jack in some carbs Um, my son's like hooked on rice krispies so i have those around and once again it's not a healthy food but i have such a surplus calories that i can afford to have it if i'm cutting i'm not wasting 100 calories on a rice krispie there's just no chance it doesn't work that way so take all this info as nuanced info but the deeper you are in the deficit the more you should clean it up the easier it will be And you really do need to manage these extra factors, which is number six, like sleep and stress. They're both just horrible catalysts for you to gain more weight. It puts you in a dangerous position too, where you're going to be more tempted. And just know a lot of the times, like food is not the solution. Like pigging out is just going to make you feel worse. You'll feel better for two seconds to feel worse after. It's like, if you're like, I'm going to go out and get hammered, you're going to feel better for like a little bit and then you're going to feel absolutely brutal. You're going to just question every decision you've ever made. And that's not to say you can't be like, I'm going to enjoy a really reasonable amount of a meal, make it fit, help it. But I just find it's these extremes that really mess people up. And the more you can take care of yourself with the boring stuff, like getting good sleep, eating good food, being in control, limiting excessive eating, still having balance, like still enjoying the Starbucks drink here and there if you want it. But analyzing like what habits are detrimental the holes in your game the holes in your eating that are making it hard for you to have society in your food actually eating more vegetables it's boring to say but it is a huge difference maker really being on top of your water really staying hydrated like doing these things and like i'm glad we kind of got into some of the psychology and our personal psychology within this really does make a difference and really finding what works for you like the more you can do these things the better it will be healthy breakfast is a bonus one 6.5 like i've just loved greek yogurt it's been over a year i've been having it now and it's a it's probiotic too. It's just really good on your stomach. It's really light. It really forces you to eat it slowly. As I've had more calories now, like sometimes I'll even add some brown sugar, which once again is jacking up the calories. Not very great for satiety. But when you're in a big surplus, it's a helpful tool. I'll up my granola. I try a bunch of different fruits. Blueberries, strawberries are my go-to. Um then I'll also do pomegranate. Those are, of course, gonna bring up my calories as well. When I'm deeper in a deficit, I even need to be mindful of fruit and I'll have more veggies. But like case in point you can see how you can use these tools any which way and as your goals adjust and the situation you're in adjust you should do these things and once again these are all things we do help you with in coaching uh, we make it abundantly clear and simple so that you can see better results faster without any confusion or uncertainty and if you haven't jumped in for our new year's challenge for one-on-one coaching as well as the opportunity to be in the challenge to win over five thousand dollars prizes, see the change you deserve and just really make amazing strides in your journey into 2024. This is your chance to do it. DM us on Instagram the keyword challenge to at Fit. That is C O L O S S U S F I T with the keyword challenge.